Welcome, my friends, to the Power of You podcast. My name is Ashley Ta. I am a mother of three, an army wife, an entrepreneur, and my hopes with this podcast is to truly show you the power of you and to show you how magical you are in this very moment. I am so happy that you're here, and I cannot wait to dive into today's episode. So let's go. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Power of You podcast. I hope that you are having a fantastic week so far and that you are taking some time to make space for yourself, especially since this is just such a chaotic time of year. Um, But in today's episode, I want to talk to you about the power that is starting over, a clean slate, a fresh slate, the new year. I know we have kind of moved into this idea that New Year's resolutions are silly or a waste of time. This is just things that I've continuously been seeing on my social media feeds. And I personally feel like this is such an unfortunate way of thinking because I truly do believe in the power of January 1st. And I don't know, maybe we're just not calling them resolutions anymore. But whatever you are choosing to call it, I hope that you do take some time to set goals or intentions for yourself in the new year. And better yet, I hope that when you do this, you tell someone, no matter who it is, your spouse, your partner, your best friend, your mom or your sister, but do this to keep yourself accountable. And if you really want to take it the extra mile, put it on your vision board whether it's a virtual vision board or one that you make with paper and magazine clippings. But visualization is such a powerful part of this process. But let me just slow my roll and back up a little bit. As you can see, I get super excited and passionate talking about this because I've been there and I've done that. I'm actually approaching my 10-year anniversary, if that's what you want to call it, since I started my weight loss journey, a whole decade since I sat down and created my own resolutions. And if you are new listening here, or maybe you just don't know my story, I actually started my weight loss journey January 1st, 2014 at 235 pounds. I was around nine months postpartum with my oldest then, and at that time of my life, I was very unhealthy, and I was also completely unhappy with the woman I saw staring back at me in the mirror. And for me, there were so many moments before January 1st, 2014, where I tried to start my journey. I tried mid-year. I remember trying in June and July, and I even tried again in August to get myself going and on a path to a better me, but without fail, it felt like clockwork. Every time I would start, I would end up failing, and I would fall back into my old habits, whether it was my first few days or maybe my first few weeks, but it always felt like I was landing back in square one, and I was so truly disappointed in myself and I was frustrated and I kept telling myself you know maybe this isn't for me like maybe this version of me this unhealthy overweight and unhappy version of myself is just as good as it's gonna get for me and I truly started to convince myself that I needed to just learn to be happy being unhealthy and happy 
And the more I tried to convince myself of that, the more I found that that just didn't sit well with me. And you know, the cherry on top of it all was back in 2013. It was around this time of year, actually. My mom's side of the family all wanted to take family photos. So the color scheme for the photos was dark blue. And when I tell you that when you narrow clothing down to a certain color, it gets even more frustrating and overwhelming, especially when you already hate everything you put on. And I tried on so many different shirts and sweaters and blouses. And mind you, this was when I was my unhealthiest. This was when I was around 235 pounds. This was the most I ever weighed. And I was trying to convince myself that I just needed to love myself as I was without changing myself, without losing the weight, because I already showed myself that I just couldn't do it. So my mindset was already everywhere. And I was feeling so down on myself that when I went clothes shopping with my mom, I remember this day so vividly. I was with my mom. I was with my oldest daughter. She was around nine months old at the time. So she was still a little baby. And I remember going into the dressing room. We were at Maurice's. Okay, set the scene for you. And I found this little thin sweater. It's blue and white striped. And if you've been following me for a while, you have seen this sweater. It is the iconic blue and white sweater because This sweater changed it all for me. This was a sweater that I bought that also created that light bulb moment for me in my head. Because as I was trying on this sweater in the dressing room, I remember putting it on and looking at myself in the mirror and just breaking down into a full sob. And I was so broken in that moment. And I just could not accept the fact that I didn't know this person staring back at me in the mirror anymore. And I was just so completely lost. And the hardest thing about me knowing that I was overweight and I was unhealthy was constantly being reminded by people closest to me, family, that I was overweight. And so this... This was directly after the pictures, okay? I will never forget this day. This was another one of those days that will just always live in my mind rent-free because after our photos, our family photos, we went out for pizza. We went to this pizza place and we were sitting at this really long table. All the family was there. And I had one of my relatives tell me, wow, it looks like you might've put on some extra weight. You know, I think you would be so beautiful if you maybe lost 10 to 15 pounds. And when I tell you, my full face turned bright red. I could feel my cheeks and my ears on fire. But I just sat there in complete and utter disbelief that a relative would say this to me. And not just directly to me, but in front of everyone. And everyone was just sitting there looking at me. And me being me, I shook it off with some trauma humor. I made a joke out of it. And I tried to just change the subject as quickly as I could. But when I left that restaurant, that's all I could think about. I think about me in that sweater. Me looking at myself in the mirror. Me being told by someone so close to me that I would look better or more beautiful if I lost 10 to 15 pounds. 
devastation doesn't even begin to identify how it was that I was feeling at that season in my life. But while this also felt super heavy and frustrating and devastating, this also felt like the wake-up call that I needed. This felt like a sign from the universe that maybe it was time for me to stop playing the victim and to really try and escape this victim mentality of, oh, what was me? I can't do this. I can't figure this out. I'll just not try. I'm just meant to be like this forever. Truthfully, I was stuck in a victim mentality and it was honestly holding me back. And I, I needed all of these moments to collectively happen more or less at the same time to show myself that I want this change and I need to do this for me and not for anybody else. I need to do this for me to show myself what I'm capable of. And I need to do this for me so that I can be my best self yet. And so that I can continue to offer my best self to my kids, to my daughter. At the time, she was only nine months old. And I kept thinking, what type of example am I setting for my daughter right now? My first daughter. If I'm showing her that when things are hard, we quit. When things feel uncomfortable, it's okay. Let's just revert back to comfortability. Even if it's not serving us. What type of example am I teaching my daughter if I do these things myself? And it truly was a wake-up call for me. And being completely transparent, like I said at the beginning of this podcast episode, I tried and I tried and I tried and I tried and I tried well before this. And people saw me try and fail, try and fail, try and fail. And that was also a fear in the back of my head. Like, what if I publicly say, okay, 2014 is my year. I'm going to make this the best year for myself. I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to lose this weight. I'm going to start feeling better. And people scoff at me. They roll their eyes at me. They say, yeah, we've heard this before. And they doubt me and they make fun of me. I was worried. I was fearful of that. I didn't want people to make fun of me or be like, oh, here we go again. We've heard this before. But that was a risk I was willing to take. That was a fear I was willing to face head on and say, hey, if you're going to make fun of me, just do it. Because I'm going to do this. Because I was determined. I was determined to do this for myself. And in this new year energy, I truly believed in myself. I truly believed that I was going to make it happen. Now, please hear me when I say I had no idea what I was was doing. I had no idea how I was going to make this happen. I have never really needed to lose a significant amount of weight before because my pregnancy with my oldest daughter, I gained a little over 80 pounds during that pregnancy. So there was a lot for me to lose and I didn't know how I was going to do that. I didn't even know the first thing to do or where to start. I didn't have a gym membership. I didn't really have much form of accountability. And back in 2014, I wasn't really following many fitness influencers. I really didn't know that that was even a thing, I guess. I followed a lot of, you know, mom accounts because I was a new mom, Um But I wasn't really following people who were sharing what they were eating in a day 
or what types of workouts they were doing. I wasn't following those types of people. So this all felt completely new to me. But being as I was in the army, and I knew how to work out to an extent, I knew that I didn't necessarily need a gym to move my body. And I knew that even if I started to implement things before I started to take things, that was already progress. So that's exactly what I did. So I started to add cardio, cardio, which was something that I never did. I never really walked more than honestly, probably 2000 steps a day. So when I started to implement 10,000 steps a day, this was a huge task for me. And at the beginning, it felt like a lot. And if I knew then what I know now, I definitely wouldn't have set my sights that high. But I was so determined to do it and I did it. And I was very consistent with showing up and doing these 10,000 steps a day. And no, it wasn't always easy. I, like I said, had a nine month old. So I would load up the stroller, fill it with Cheerios, and we would go to the park. I would put on my Fitbit and we would just walk and walk and walk until I hit those 10,000 steps. And that was my process of adding cardio right away. That was the only thing I did. I didn't lift weights. I didn't do the Stairmaster. I didn't do biking. I just walked. And I honestly feel like walking is the most underestimated workout. Like walking is so good for you. And a lot of the times we will get into that all or nothing mindset where it's like, I need to go to the gym or I'm just not going to do it at all. No, you don't need to go to the gym to move your body. You can walk around your block, walk around your block a few times, move your body that way. Okay, but you don't need to go to the gym to move your body. And when it came to my nutrition, This is where I struggle the most because I'm definitely a comfort food eater. I relied a lot on sweets. Sweets are my kryptonite, okay? I also would drink a lot of soda and a lot of sweet tea and not a lot of water. So I knew that this was going to be one of the biggest struggles for me when it came to how I would approach to changing my diet. So when I first started, I didn't do anything super drastic, I literally just started counting my macros. I was focused on calories and I started there and it did help and it did work for me. And it was something where I didn't feel like I was being deprived. I didn't feel like this was unattainable for me. And that's why I feel like it did work for me for so long. But all in all, if you're listening to this podcast episode and maybe you find yourself resonating with a lot of the story that I just shared and how I got started, or maybe you resonate with just pieces of my story, or you're feeling and experiencing a heavy season as you struggle with who you see staring back at you in the mirror. If that's the case, I just, I want to be the voice of comfort and tell you that you don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to accept anything that doesn't feel good to you. And you're allowed to start again, even if you've already tried to start in the past, whether it was multiple times, whether it was one time, you're allowed to make that decision for yourself in the new year and be okay with that decision. Because at the end of the day, the only person's opinion who truly should matter to you is your own. Because you are the only one 
who has to look back at your own reflection in the mirror every single day. So you have to be the one who is happy, who is confident, and who is proud of that person staring back at you in the mirror. So who actually cares if other people say, oh, here we go again. Who cares if someone scoffs at you or laughs at you or whatever their reaction is to you saying, hey, January 1st. Hey, also, January 1st is a Monday, y'all. It does not get any better than that. But if you share that excitement and that news with someone, whether it's social media, whether it's a face-to-face conversation, whether it's a phone call, a text message, or a dang handwritten letter, If you share that, you are looking to make better choices for yourself in the new year and the person or the people who you are telling this to does not support that, then that already tells you enough on its own. That shows you something about some people. And friend, hear me when I say you only want the people who are going to support you no matter what going with you into 2024, period end of story. Okay. But as I approach a decade, yes, a decade since I started my own journey, and I've been through the ups and the downs and the achievements and the setbacks and all of the things in between. It's just so surreal to be able to reflect on that and to share that and to share with you the things that I have experienced and how I achieved what I have achieved and what I've learned along the way in these last 10 years, there are so many things. There are so many things that I have learned and that I'm even unlearning right now that I'm constantly sharing with my clients and even on my social media platforms. It has been the craziest ride ever. But I would have never experienced any of this stuff if I wouldn't have made that one decision. That one decision to start January 1st, 2014, completely changed my life in the best way possible. And I I guess this is a good time to share something that I've been working on in my own little world, my coaching world. So come 2024, January 1st, which falls on a Monday, I am starting a new coaching program. And y'all, this is the whole shebang. Okay, this is everything in one. And I am so excited to teach, to share, and to really walk along this part of your journey with you. And as someone who has, like I said, been there and done that, and have felt those feelings and experienced those emotions, and was in this place of wanting to start January 1st, but not really knowing what to do or what things would work for me, or how to even go about fixing my mindset that was already just so broken when I started my journey. I am very excited to be able to share this space and to share this new six-week program with the ladies who want to learn how to create a lifelong commitment and who are looking to transform into the happiest and healthiest versions of themselves, mind, body, and beyond. I'm still brainstorming some names for this group, (laughs) y'all. But this will be a six-week group together where we will be focusing on your fitness, your food, and your mindset. So everything wrapped into one. I have created a 
six-week workout program where you can do it all at home if you have some dumbbells, or you can do these exercises at the gym. And these workouts are pre-recorded for you, so you have a visual on how to execute these exercises. And they are also going to be written down for you in the form of a list, so you can see everything you have to do written out. So you have some kind of idea on what to expect during the week when it comes to your workouts. That way you know what you're going to be doing when you show up to those. Another aspect of this group that you should note is I am intentionally keeping this space small, okay? I am only accepting five to eight ladies tops in this space because I really do want to keep it on the smaller side. I want to keep things a little bit more intimate and I want to be able to give more of myself to the ladies in the space when it comes to their workouts, when it comes to their nutrition, and when it comes to really tapping into mindset. Whether it's the all or nothing mindset, whether it's your inner critic, whether it's self-limiting beliefs, whether it's learning to overcome setbacks that do and will happen, or even just working on the consistency and discipline aspect. But We will be conducting all of this in a Voxer chat group. So you will have 24-7 access to me and I will be there to coach you and to guide you and to talk you through things and celebrate your wins. And it's really going to just be a super magically transformative space. Um, There also will be a live Zoom call every single week where we will meet together and have the opportunity for live on-the-spot coaching and just conversation about things that we have experienced or things that we have challenged ourselves with during that week and overcame. So you also will have access to a private podcast channel. So just like this, except it's private and it's for the members of this group, I will be sending two to three new podcast episodes to you every single week in this private podcast channel. I'm also going to be adding additional pep talks because I love a good pep talk. I really feel like I'm good at giving pep talks. Sometimes we just need a pep talk. So you can expect that to be in your private podcast channel and you can always expect me to be in your corner teaching you things as well as hyping you up. But like I said, this is starting January 1st and spots are very limited. I already have three ladies who have secured spots. So if this sounds like something that you would be interested in and you would like to be a part of and have the opportunity to work closely with me in 2024 as you begin your journey, I truly would love the opportunity to work with you and work with the women who are truly eager and excited to make some changes for themselves in 2024 to be the best versions of themselves. So please feel free to send me an email or slide into my DMs on Instagram and I will include my email and my Instagram handle in the show notes below. But Whether you take me up on this offer or not, I do hope that you took something from this episode, especially if you are planning to, like I said, make some different choices for yourself in 2024. If there is a goal that you have been wanting to pursue and maybe you just keep missing the mark or you keep having setbacks happen or you keep talking yourself out of it, I hope that this year you allow yourself the patience and the determination to keep trying because hear me when I say you can do hard things. Okay, you can do hard things. I know you can. But anyways, that is all I have for you today. Thank you so 
much for tuning in and listening to this episode. And like I said, if you're interested in working with me in 2024, come find me on Instagram at the real Ashley Ta. I'd love to chat with you more. But then again, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate the love and support. And remember, take care of yourself from the inside out. I'll see you next time.